Hey everyone, um, welcome to this podcast. My name is Esther and I hope you are all doing well. So today something really funny happened to me as I was coming back from uni, as I was like coming back from the library. And someone just walked up to me and said, are you a law student? I was like, I wasn't talking about I said no. I study international relations and it was like, oh, okay, I'm always seeing you with books. And I was like, what? <laughs> you Does that mean, like, I, I feel the society has this kind of view that only, only law students, you know, go to the library every time, study and that kind of thing. But, yeah, and again, someone walked up to me, like, a few weeks ago. I was like, do you even have a social life? Because you're always here. And, you know, I just said, yeah, I do. But the thing is, I'm a kind of, loner and i love to be alone like i'm i don't like to be lonely being alone like being alone is different from being lonely so i feel like i'm this kind of person that loves you know to be alone rather than being in the midst of um a lot of people if you like i love my bed so much and the reason why i usually study in the library is because um i mean i love my bed so much like i've said so at times, you know, when I just, you know, try to study at home, I end up jumping on my bed. So, most times, I just love to go to the library where, um, you know, it kind of uncomfortable in quotes. That I don't, I, I'm not seeing my bed when I'm in the library, so I don't have, like, that urge to just jump on my bed and just sleep off. So, yeah. And I'm an anxious person, so I just love to, you know, get everything done the way I can um so that's by the way so today I just wanted to talk about something like there's been this debate about freedom and security freedom versus security yeah so I feel like when we're talking about um so the debate is that would you trade your freedom for security and I feel like whenever we're having this discussion we really need to um um, differentiate like we need to explain what we mean by freedom and security so i know that freedom means um different things to different people and to me when i think freedom i think democracy to be honest like it has always been at the back of my mind that freedom democracy and to be honest there's no there's no any other type of political system that you can have the amount of freedom you have in a democracy so you have the freedom, you know, to speak, you know, um, the freedom to speak, the freedom, the freedom of the press and to say whatever you want to say and to even to criticize the political leaders. And I think that without a certain degree of freedom, you cannot hold um, power leaders accountable. You can't really hold them accountable because by um, restricting people's freedom, you are kind of saying that there's no dissent, like there's no, you know, there's no challenge to this to the established authority, and yeah, in and I feel like freedom is a very very good thing. Like you know, just think in this, just think about this thing. Like okay, what if I live in China? So China is an authoritarian state. Like a lot of people would know, and um, the Communist Party has the absolute power as the absolute power so i was just thinking so in the west like in the west 
we have liberal democracy so if you feel like you've been arrested wrongly or you've been detained arbitrarily so you just feel like okay um you can just approach you know the court of law and the court of law can actually check the powers of the you know maybe um the authority that has arrested you say the police or and they can actually set you free by that you're f- to me that's the ideal type of system but in a chinese system you know where um the communist party holds the absolute power one of the leaders of the uh, communist party can just be like oh you criticized me and that kind of thing i'm going to arrest you going to jail and there's nobody i mean absolutely nobody nobody can challenge that authority like once the communist party says you've done the wrong thing you're going to jail there's no going back like you're, you're not going to any court saying oh you need to review this um decision and you know you, you need to set me for that kind of no like once the communist party says you've done something wrong that is it nobody can question the communist party or uh, so in that kind of would you love to be in that kind of system um and you know have a kind of security in saudi arabia so i think i'm talking a lot about uh, middle east and but the thing is i'm a woman and a lot of um abuse of human rights is against women like women are marginalized in the middle east as a woman in the in the middle east you can't go out on your own you have to have like someone who accompany you maybe your father or your brother or in Iran, where they have like this moral code, and in the moral code, there's this sort of acceptable clothing for women, and that clothing, I can tell you, like when I, I think they call it the chador. I don't really, I can't really remember now. But I remember I went online to actually check the clothes, and I can tell you, like it's the most uncomfortable piece of clothing that anybody can put on. So, you know, would you love to be in that kind of restricting society where you're not really allowed, you know, to show your maybe individuality, if you like, where you're not allowed to show potentials, where you can't even challenge the entrenched power structure, like you can't really challenge them. Would you love to be in that kind of system to have a sort of security? And by security, when I think security, I don't just think about... um 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 be free from threat or danger you know security could come in form of um economic security like being able to afford whatever you like be like you're just well off you're good you know you have everything you need you have just okay so that could also be kind of security and you feel like your properties your you know your investment everything is just protected so you know that could be a sort of security as well so economic security so security does not have to be like being free being free from danger or the or the threat of terrorism or um yeah that kind of thing would you love to be in that kind of system honestly honestly i feel like um so i'm from that part of the world where people live on less than one dollar a day like i'm from africa and Africa has the highest level of inequality in the world, or maybe Latin America. But I know that I know that is either Latin America comes first, and America comes Africa comes second, or 
Africa comes first, Latin America comes second. So I just know that the gap between the rich and the poor is really wide where I come from in Africa. So like coming from that part of the world where people don't even know, like when people, average people, like a lot of people when they wake up a day, they don't even know what they are going to eat. Their kids don't go to school. Like people living in the slums, it really is that thing. A lot of people they're not they're living on less than one dollar a day. Some people just wake up once they eat breakfast, they don't know what they are for lunch or dinner. So like you know, I've lived in Africa most of my life. I've lived in Africa for over over twenty years, and I can tell you for free that. If you tell people in my country, most especially, that look, I'm going to take your right to vote, I'm going to take your freedom of speech, I'm going to take your, you know, um, right to criticize your, you know, to express your opinion, right to, you know, maybe criticize um, the political leaders. You tell them that you're going to take away those rights, but you're going to give them, like, they will be well off. Their kids will go to school. Their society will have basic infrastructure. You know, they will have food in surplus. They will have a lot of food. You know, everything will just work for you. Like, you'll be well off. And at least you'll be like the powerful elite in a sort of way. Basically, be able to afford everything you need in life. And you tell them that, but I'm going to take away your freedom. People in my country, they just take away the freedom, give us food. Yeah. Because, you know, freedom is a good thing, like I've said, but economic security comes first for some people. It comes first for some people. So that kind of thing, you need to think about that thing. That mm, well, People really prefer freedom to being able to feed themselves. I doubt it. Especially where I come from, like it's not gonna happen. People will say, "Take away my freedom, but please let me be okay. Let my kids go to school. Let me eat good food. They like it that way." And I just feel like at times freedom can be negative. There could be negative freedom. You know, look at this um gun laws in the U.S. And I feel the logic behind gun laws is that people will be able to. You know maybe protect themselves from yeah maybe protect themselves and and there's not been even evidence that countries that don't have this um the freedom to possess guns there's no evidence that those countries are, are less safer like there's no evidence that u.s is safer than uk no because of just the freedom to possess guns and yeah, people have misused this um freedom to possess firearms. Like people, white supremacists can just wake up one day and be like, "I'm going to shoot every black person in my streets," and nobody is going to stop him. Like a lot of shootings have t- taken place, and you know people have died in the process. So I just feel like, why not take away that freedom that has already become negative freedom? Why not take away that freedom? to maximize utility the greatest happiness for the greatest people by trying to maximize security for one person it's leading to insecurity for for a lot of people so why not take away that freedom look at new zealand look at what happened in new zealand it's like i'm happy that new zealand has been able to you know review 
um that freedom and um and kind of they've kind of taken away um that freedom is in a way but i'm just thinking that how many more killings would america have before they think that mm, by trying to keep someone safe if it's leading to insecurity for a lot of people and i remember my brother was telling me he was in a, he was trying to get a car and he wanted to pay in cash so as he was approaching so he had, he had already started talking to the dealer on through the internet and they've been chatting and everything chatting so the day they were going to meet as it was approaching the guy the guy, the guy just brought out a gun and he said he froze like he was like no no don't shoot i'm trying to pay to you like i'm the guy you've been talking to on phone and that kind of thing that was how the guy oh so sorry no imagine if my brother had not been like outspoken enough here if he had not told him that I'm actually the guy you would have, you know, shot him and that would be the end. And I remember I read a story online about some people were trying to um, organize a party for their grandfather. So the plan was someone would like play a prank on him. So so the, the grandson was hiding in the bush trying to play a prank. What he wanted to do was just jump out of the bush and just say, and just shout happy birthday so as he was you know jumping out of the bush to say happy birthday that was how the grandfather just shot him dead and that was it so that kind of freedom has you know it has become a negative freedom so that kind of freedom should be taken away fair as i've said people prefer economic security to um to freedom so china, like china is a very very authoritarian state is a very authoritarian state there's no freedom like i've said there's no freedom of the press you know china is second to Turkey as the worst imprisoner of journal of journalists and also western platforms don't work china is a very 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 um repressive society so there's been this um debate that um china is a a developing country like it's developing at an unprecedented rate like a lot is happening in the society like china is really really developing and people are saying that as china develops like the new there will be like the margins of new middle class and this new middle class will travel to the western countries like notably the us and the uk and they will see the way things are done in these western countries and they will go back home and wants to establish that sort of system in their countries so the idea is that this um this uh, new um imagine middle class will challenge the communist party and eventually um the country you know there will be greater freedom there will be um rule of law and that kind of thing but I actually did a research on China last year. I remember, I, no, earlier this year actually, I remember I wrote an essay on Chinese democracy, like I did respect for Chinese democracy. And I can tell you for free that research has revealed that a lot of this middle class are close allies of this, of this, of the Chinese Communist Party. So there's no how they can actually challenge the Communist Party. Why? Because they are progressed like there's this economic security like they are economically secured if you like so there's no how that the the economic security they're enjoying on the 
the communist party would not make them challenge the communist party so they are okay with it they are okay like with restricting their freedom they are okay living in a repressive regime for economic security for economic prosperity so like there are two ways to this thing so i although i've not been able to come to a conclusion the fact remains that freedom is a very very good thing that's and that's why i've not been able to come to a conclusion like freedom is very very good and at the same time security too is very very good but there are some instances that freedom conflict with um security so how do we just you know make how do we you know maybe separate the two like how do we make things work should we just you know um should we just take away econ should we just take away freedom and settle for security or should we just you know settle for security and take away freedom like i've said there are two sides to the argument there are some instances that we just need to you know take away the freedom just like the gun law i'm totally against that crap like how can you just have gone and just wake up one day and be like okay i'm going to shoot people and you just go away with it it doesn't make sense so that kind of by taking away that kind of freedom you are maximizing security think about it but at the same time economic security like there's some instances that people would prefer economic security for freedom but at the same time, at the same time, hardly would you say anyone if you had to tell people to choose between China and US where they have maximum freedom and China where <laughs> okay, let no, I'm just going to throw this question before I end this podcast. So you just think about it. If just think about this question. Let's say in yeah, to choose between living in the US where um you have a greater number of freedom like you have a lot of freedom like freedom political freedom you know fight for human rights and everything and but you can just wake up one day and be killed. I'm not saying this is not to say that you can just wake up in the US and get killed. No that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to tell you to imagine if you're living in the u.s there's freedom there's freedom like maximum freedom but you can just wake up one day and get killed like you're not sure that you're free from danger there could be terrorist attack or would like if you had to choose between that like the u.s and china whereby you are sure 100 percent this is just like an hypothetical situation. I'm not saying this is the real, real. Um, I'm not saying this is the real situation of things in those countries. But I'm just trying to tell you to think about it. But and you're told to live in China, whereby you're hundred percent sure that you are free from danger, no terrorist attack, but your freedom is highly restricted, like extremely restricted. Where would you love to be? Would you choose China or the US? Think about it. And I'll see you next week. Bye.